And now, a word from our sponsor, Modern Artifice. Just another day in New Dice City, a metropolis mired in corruption and crime. Can a new hero roll out to save the innocent? Give me all your dice. Oh, someone help me, please. Stop right there. Who are you supposed to be? Dice Master. Before you hurt that innocent citizen, I'll have to ask you for a robbery check. Shit, dice roll. Oh, no, a natural one. Looks like you really crit the bet on this one. Kablow. Oh. You saved me, Dice Master. How do you do it? I get all my dice from Modern Artifice. They're high-end, stylized dice sets give me everything I need to keep rolling smoothly. So head on over to Etsy.com slash shop slash Modern Artifice and fill up your utility belt today. Another day saved thanks to Modern Artifice. Use our discount code GOON10 at checkout for 10% off your order. Modern Artifice, for your one-stop shop for magical merchandise and nerdy novelties. Clarabelle, Clarabelle, where did you go? I've looked high and I've looked low. I've looked low and I've looked high. Tell me, where does the spirit go when you die? Oh, where does the spirit go when you die? I have packed your satin gloves and lace. All the pictures of your pretty face And I kept one of you on skates And a picture from your wedding day Clarabelle, Clarabelle, way up high Are you kissing the starry birds in the sky? Will you come and visit us down below? Oh, Clarabelle, Clarabelle, where did you go? Clarabelle, where did you go? Hey, Dungeoneers. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Strahdcast. If you've been enjoying what we do on any of the podcasting platforms, be sure to leave us a review. It really helps us out and gives us advantage on our wisdom saving throws against the almighty algorithm. When last we left our heroes, they saw the fruits of their labor. The spark of their defiance had grown into a full-blown revolution as they met with the new heads of the Resistance. Danica, Rudolph, Lars, Lady Petrovna, and the two villagers they had rescued from Ezek's Roth. Buoyed by their new allies, the party felt comfortable taking a well-earned rest in Velaki. Irina, Winnie, and Kaz had a girls' night. They talked about Irina's time in the castle, their bonds, and boys, as well as playing a rousing game of Zone of Truth or Dare. Artemis took a promenade with Pasha, who managed to acquire for Artemis a new emblem of his goddess from the forests of Barovia itself. Even with all they have accomplished, there is still much to do if they wish to liberate the valley from Strahd's clutches. Where will our heroes go next? Find out now on the Strahdcast. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath. Shuffle off this mortal coil and transport yourselves to the far, foggy realm 
of Barovia. Callister, you lay your head back. Da- you lay your head down to sleep in the way that you always do. And in the in the in the night, you have a really strange dream. You see the night air around you, but brighter, more crisp, more stated than it would be to your eye normally. You raise your head, breathe in the night air through your nose, and the smells of it are alive in a way that you're unaccustomed to. And suddenly there's a dryness, a a raspiness in your throat. And you feel as if the only thing that will sate that thirst is blood. Oh no. Oops. Uh oh. Out through the window you go, down to the streets of the city. Moving your way through all fours on powerful legs, through the winding city streets, until you come across in the back of some home a coop with three chickens inside. They sense you. You know that they do, but that's kind of part of the fun. They already know they're dead. All you have to do is break in. And you awake the next morning from the screams of a citizen of Velaki looking down at you in horror as you awake covered in blood and feathers. Oh my god! (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) What are you doing? What happened? I thought I'd prepare a meal, so I'm just plucking some of these feathers. Of course, I'll pay you for your chickens. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, Calister goes in his pocket. uh, He stands up, and um, he's like dusting himself off. Uh, And and he. He's like, what would this be like? Five silver for three chickens? Uh, I, 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 I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, these weren't for sale. We, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, my apologies. This, this total misunderstanding. I, I, I apologize. And he he hands her uh, a gold sil- a gold piece of gold. Uh, and then her eyes go wide, never having seen like that amount of money in her whole life. And then looks around and. Uh, goes, uh, I'll straighten up and then I'll get out of here. And he starts like, uh... <laughs> you know, I would have given you to them gladly for two gold. Kowser's <gasps> oh. face drops and uh, he intimidates. <laughs> okay, what do you do? Like, he's 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 kind of been like, my bad the whole time. And the second she tries to start uh, greasing him, he his whole demeanor just sinks and he stares at her. Covered in blood. Covered in blood and <laughs> Roll intimidation with advantage. That is a 20. A bastard 20. <laughs> but I'm feeling generous today. Thank you for saving the city. <laughs> Just my luck. <laughs> uh, well, do you want a bath? No, 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 no. I'm just going to straighten up, then I'm going to go. Okay. No need to make this weird love. No, that no, that would be awful. (laughs) 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 
<laughs> well, good, good morrow. Thank you for breakfast. <laughs> and you go. Jesus. <laughs> wow. The other thing, Winnie. What? What? <laughs> you also have a dream. You stand in the town square in Inlet. There is no one around you where usually there would be busily bustling farmers, uh, merchants on their way in or out of town, people hawking their wares or just giving each other a friendly, hey, how do you do? Instead, the streets are empty. In the distance, you hear the church bell ring. What would you like to do? And I'll look around at where everybody isn't. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I can probably hear the sound of wheat blowing mm-hmm. um, and I'll walk towards the, the ringing church bells you make your way towards the ringing bells what does the church in Imlay look like? it's just like rough hewn wooden planks it's a very very simple it's just painted white, but that started to chip off. It's very, very windy here because we kind of get the wind off the mountain. And so the white is chipping and then it's got like a lovely bright greenish aquamarine door at the front. It's very, very very simple with big windows on either side. You look up those little steps and at the top of them are the, the front doors, which as you approach, swing open. Perfectly sized steps up the tiny steps. Perfectly sized steps mm-hmm. up the tiny steps. Mm-hmm. Indeed. And you feel as you're walking up them, almost like that when you go when you walk up an escalator, mm-hmm. like you're moving in between your strides, and it, the steps seem to carry you right into the main the main hall of the church. And as you enter, you see uh, as you uh, enter into the main hall. <laughs> Candles alight, leading, uh, creating a path down the main aisle betwixt the pews, leading to the altar at the far end of the church. Mm. I'll, I'll walk up, looking side to side at the windows as I go by, and looking out the windows to see, is it still daylight outside? Can I still not see anybody through the windows? You look outside, and what you see is like you're looking through the windows of a carriage, the landscape whipping by you, except instead of moving across the land, it's like the seasons are on a, on a sped up loop. You see, um, the, the falling snow of winter, which gives way to the green sprouts of spring, which themselves come to full bloom and the windows steam in the heat of the summer. Uh, and, uh, and you watch as they, as soon as they reach their zenith, begin to wither and die and turn to golden red and orange, uh, in the height of fall. And it just keeps going and going and going. I'll walk a little faster then, mm-hmm. towards the front. hmm Reaching the altar. Uh, when you went with your family to church, what would sort of the ceremony be? It's more like a Quaker house. hmm So there isn't, there isn't 
a, a deity that this church is dedicated to. Mm-hmm. It's mostly where town meetings are held. Worship on whatever the day of the week that is. Mm-hmm. It's mostly just joyful song and holding hands. People take turns going up to the front and they'll tell stories. It's mostly like the, a, a, the church of cultivating enthusiasm. As you draw closer to the altar, you see ghostly figures moving it uh, as if in, you know, like fast motion. Joyful song, moving up to the altar, saying a prayer and moving away. And these shadows kind of whip by you, passing through you, as if you were watching the course of a, of a year all happening in the, in, the, in the breath of a minute. I'll try and see if I can recognize anybody. If I can recognize my mom or Uncle Ham or Huey. Give me a perception there. check, okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. Natural one. Natural one. Mm-hmm. You look to the faces, seeing if you can make out uh, any of your family. No, that's not one. No, that's not one. That's not a family. No, no, no. That's not one. But then you start to notice, wait, they all look strangely similar. And one of these figures who are just in fast motion leaving the altar turns to you with Strahd's face and rushes forward, passing through you. You feel a cold shimmer. And soon all of the faces look to you. Hundreds of Strahd's bearing their teeth, bearing down on you. What would you like to do? I run up to the front and start singing. What are you saying? I sing happy birthday in halfway. <laughs> I start singing, that's the like the first song I can think of, and it's a happy song, and I start singing happy birthday to the room in halfway. You run and run, your tiny little feet pounding on the hall of the church. Even though it's full of these ghastly figures, you can hear the echoing of your footsteps as you make your way up to the front of the church. And they all, all of the, the ghastly strods kind of fall in behind you, moving up the aisle like a, like a wave, uh, taunting, cackling, laughing, and screaming, nipping at your heels and tugging at your clothes. And as soon as you reach the altar and begin to sing, boom! Suddenly, all around you erupts in fire. A figure takes its place behind the altar, spreading wings of fire to either side. A horrifying maw opening before you. It screamed, Young Willie, be not afraid. You see truths your mind is not yet prepared for. My time with you is brief, and I have but a moment. You are far from me, but I am with you still. You are in grave danger, Winnie, from the devil and worse. Be strong, trust yourself, and you will see it through, Winnie. I must leave you now, but trust yourself. Trust yourself, Winnie. And you wake up. The sounds of church bells fading away. (laughs) Winnie, are you okay? Are you alright? Can I, like, reach to where the scars are? They're warm to the touch. Mm -hmm. I feel like I just, like, floop over, and I can't, like, 
I can't acclimate to the room that I'm in right now. I just feel like I'm still in in the church. And I feel like I can still feel like rushing wind by me, like there's still people passing by. Holy shit. And then I, 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 I'll like pick my head up and kind of look around the room and then like still like breathing heavy. I'll just turn and like reach for Irina. Yeah, she kind of takes you in her arms and begins rubbing your back. What's wrong? What happened? Did you have a nightmare? I'm not sure. Are you okay? I think so. I think so. That was so crazy. What happened? I think I just, I think I just saw the wave warden. What? I think I just saw the wave warden for the, I think I, I've never seen him before. That's not what I thought he was going to be like. <laughs> <laughs> Kaz is standing atop a chair that's wedged under the doorknob like she showed you last night uh-huh. standing on top of it leaning against the door with a javelin in each hand like <laughs> <laughs> what did you think he was gonna look like I don't know I just thought that maybe he would be more like me or maybe more like people that I know and everybody that I grew up with that I know is kind of like just kind of cool <laughs> I think she's got like teeth chattering because it's very scary that was very scary <sighs> did he seem alright did he seem good he seemed like he liked me he seemed like he liked me well who wouldn't who <laughs> oh wow that was really scary Ooh, that was really scary but okay Oh, wow. Okay. Cool. Oh, cool. Okay. Should we get you some breakfast, maybe? It seems you've already had an exciting start to the day. I'm so happy for you, though, Whitney. Is that okay okay to be? I'm still, like, really freaked out, but I think, like, really excited, I think. That's all that matters, then. Okay. Oh, I'm kind of like <laughs> shooting off the bed and like knocking these. I'm gonna go get like the tea off of the. It's like. Food, Jordi! I'm gonna take a little sip of tea. Well, perhaps you should tell Drogar what you saw. Maybe he can provide some insight. Okay, okay. You, you hear like the banging of like a wooden spoon on a pan. Okay, yeah, let's go downstairs. You do so, and I'll kind of congregate. Congregate for breakfast. <laughs> At 1 p.m. The time is yours. Uh, brunch. <laughs> I think before we go to bre- before we go to breakfast, I'll go down. I'll go down for breakfast with everybody, and then just real quick. I'm going to just, as everybody's sitting down, nobody even notices. I just run out the front door of the blue water really quick. And I'm just going to, like, stand in the middle of the street and just, like, 
like feel the whatever breeze there is and just like just like stand there for a second and like feel my feet on the ground and like the question that I've I've been like like she's been so worried about so far is like am I in the right place am I doing the right thing and I think she's just gonna take a second to to just be like I'm in the right place I'm doing the right thing and just let that just be what it is and as you do so Artemis and Pasha come strolling up the the walkway <laughs> what are you doing Winnie I'm feeling the breeze it's nice isn't it mm-hmm. that's one of the last nice things in Barovia. Are you okay? Breakfast is ready. Oh, <laughs> Are you okay? You seem rather shook. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'd like to uh, kneel down and put my hand on your back and say, your face looks very pretty without that band-aid. Cass wants to tell me, and then he wants to tell me. <laughs> is my nose crooked? Looks straight to me. I don't trust him either. <laughs> ask somebody else. <laughs> And then I'll give your hair a little ruffle. A little bit. Come, young one. I think it's time for brunch. I'll go in with them. Okay. You do so. You congregate for brunch. <laughs> and actually, Callister, you probably roll up about the same time when everyone is kind of congregating outside. <laughs> I would. Yeah. I wouldn't walk through oh the front door. Oh, sure, no, sure, I sure, would not sure. walk through you, the front yeah, door. Yeah. Would do you want to like kind of, like sneak up the side and try I'm, to like I'm change? I'm gonna like climb in through a window. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Give me a dexterity and, check. And freshen up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, eighteen. Yeah, great. You make your way. You you Assassin's Creed your way up. No problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then may come down to breakfast totally cash. I look at Pasha, I was like, was that a chicken covered cow stick? <laughs> was, was that a chicken climbing the, the drain pipe? Uh, anything else for the morning? As you all begin to stir. Just Strogar making his oatmeal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll say you all, uh, yeah, the, um, y'all kind of wake up, everyone congregating down in the, uh, just the main hall. Um, and in fact, wait, Drogue, do you go back to the kitchen to make your oatmeal? Mm-hmm. Ah, great, grand. <laughs> <laughs> As you do so. Well, okay. you should mention. Uh, when, when you do so. Uh, you approach the kitchen, um, uh, Ismark is sort of setting things up, you know, he's like, uh, setting out, uh, bowls and plates and glasses to use and wiping down the counter, and, and he says, oh, good morning, uh, and then you, excuse me, you wake right back, and you are, uh, surprised to hear the sounds already of bustling commotion in the kitchen. Uh, and as you make your way in, you see Erwin moving around the kitchen perfectly. Wow. And uh, as he turns, you see he has a strip of claw tied around his head, covering what used to his be wound. his eyes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you see, written across the claw, it says, kiss the cook. <laughs> There's like a sign on the wall that says, I cook better than I kiss. Like... <laughs> So Drogar walks up with oatmeal in his hands and just goes... Um, yeah, and he, yeah. He, so he turns around with like a mixing bowl under one arm and he's like stirring something in it. And he goes, oh, who's that? Who's that? <laughs> Hold on, let me see my prep spells real quick. <laughs> uh, 
Drogar's like, uh, so, so Drogar's like looking to see if I had tongues so I could like pretend to be uh, somebody hey, else. Oh. Yes. Um, no, so I think uh, I think Drogar, uh, yeah, Drogar speaks up and he's like, uh, "It's me, my good friend." Ah, Drogar, uh, come to make use of my kitchen, I suspect. Uh, I was, yes, but you've surprised me, friend. I, it's as if you didn't lose your sight at all. I have worked in this kitchen for ten years, every single day. I know it better than the back of my hand. And as he just, as he says so, he gestures with his hand and knocks a bunch of like, uh, like uh, a stirring ladles. pot ladle. Like, yeah, like a bunch of ladles. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, you, you know what I mean. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Plus, there is uh, much work to be done now that uh, we are. Uh, I won't. I don't mind telling you. The seat of rebellion. Lot of mouths to feed. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. How does it feel to have the fire ignited again? The way I always imagined it would. And he puts a hand on on Erwin's shoulder and he goes, Before I breathe my final breath, you will have your sight back. This is kind of you. Perhaps in time I will be ready for it. But to tell you the honest truth, Drogar, something feels right. I did an unspeakable thing ten years ago drove my son from the place he should have been safest. Now he's back. He's back. If this is what it took to reach this place, I would not change a thing. Are you still there? your one uncle that calls you every now and then and like you're doing something and he's like hello and you're like, yeah um by that one uncle i mean my uncle and he does that uh no by I, my uncle i mean me by my uncle, I mean me. Uh, so drogar is uh drogar, yes yes i'm here my friend i well perhaps you're right perhaps it is a a blessing in disguise i don't think they come any other way hmm some food for thought. <laughs> Speaking of food! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and so Drogar goes and starts gathering his oatmeal and stuff like that, and he reaches into his pouch to grab his cinnamon, and he pulls out the cinnamon vial, and there is two pinches of cinnamon left. <gasps> and for a moment, his face in, it just drops, and he realizes that there's only... There's only two more pinches of this cinnamon that he brought with him. And there's kind of a moment of... There's a moment of fear. He exhales and he just kind of opens the top and he takes half a pinch of the normal pinch that he would use and puts it into the oatmeal and, like, mixes it around and starts to make it. There's just not the same amount of oomph this morning. And as as he starts to put it into the bowls, you know, and he brings it out, and it's hot, it's steamy, it smells good, but, like, it's just not the same. You go about cooking for a bit. After a time, you hear the very distinctive sounds of, like, heels coming down a hallway. 
And Erwin says, Bullshit. <laughs> the door to the kitchen bursts open, and Danica is standing there looking a little frazzled. Trigger flips the, the ball, flies in the air, he catches it again. Erwin, you know. <laughs> we talked about this. Bed rest, you oaf! <laughs> Danica, you worked all night. I wanted it. Upstairs now, Mr. Mockingjay. <laughs> Oh, shit. <laughs> and Drogar just kind of like, as I imagine Erwin as he's walking out, like Erwin just kind of like instinctively hands the bowl out. And Drogar's yeah, like, does. takes the bowl and like pats him on the back, like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Like, good morning, Erwin. Uh, good morning, Drogar. Good morning. <laughs> and then, bam. And so you can go about your in the kitchen. <laughs> Drogar just kind of keeps stirring, but he's holding like another bowl and he. Uh, he was making a he was he was making a roux for a stew. Mm. A stew roux. A stew roux. A stew roux. Mm-hmm. You yes. see you see diced vegetables uh, laid out on the counter. So he's uh, making some kind of vegetable stew. Uh, Drogar will, uh, since he's finishing up the oatmeal, he will continue with the stew. He'll pick up where Irwin Good. left off and like so that there's food for yeah. Yeah. See, so you, you wouldn't want to be rude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, that's Damn. good. Well done. Wow, that was something else. I have no regrets. That's great. With that. So, Drogar, so as we sit down to eat, Drogar will look at Winnie and we'll see her shaking her fucking spoon as she's trying to shove oatmeal into her mouth. I love the Indy. I'm having so much fun. Winnie? Hmm? Are you alright, my dear? Oh, yeah. Did you get into the sugar cabinet? No. (laughs) (laughs) And Jorah kind of does that thing that adults do when kids, like, have something, but he he can't quite figure it out, where he just kind of, like, squints a little bit, and he goes, all right. (laughs) (laughs) And then whenever we are drinking at breakfast, I'll drink. Else. And it, oh. I'm picturing kind of you. You're watching her when she goes to take a drink, and you so you synchronize. Your, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No. That's really cute. <laughs> oh, that's so fucking cute. That's, a, that's fucking adorable. <laughs> that is really sweet. So then, eating uh, after a while, um, Rudolph comes over to you, uh, dispensing with. Uh, the, uh, cat's out of the bag at this point. He, he's 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 appearing as Rudolph. Comes over, pulls around a chair, uh, sits himself down, rubbing one eye. It seems like the resistance were up planning all night. Mm-hmm. Uh, none of them seem to have uh, uh, tucked in yet. But he comes over and sits down, uh, maybe uh, pulls by Drogar's mug of some whatever he has over <laughs> and takes a swig from it. Uh, <laughs> so, my friends, what is next? It looks like you've been burning the candle at both ends. Well, yes, much to do. Our primary instincts now are getting uh, stockpiling supplies for the city and recruiting. Much to be done. It is exciting times. <laughs> supplies. Does that mean getting the farmers from Barovia to come back or to transport their goods? 
indeed. Communication with our sister city has been sparse ever since ever since Irina's father passed. Um, but we want to open those lines of communication again. The former burgomaster, well, the burgomaster has um, allowed things to atrophy, shall we say, during his tenure. We intend to reinvigorate. You know, we do have the daughter of a one, was it Wailing Mary? Mad Mary. Mad Mary? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Where did we put Gertruda? <laughs> I think he just left her. From upstairs. Oh. <laughs> you hear, Why has no one brought me my boiled egg yet? Are <laughs> <laughs> your boiled eggs here? Uh, well, that is a question you had, I would have to ask Owen. Or maybe Droga. Well, uh... No. There are very <laughs> few... <laughs> like I imagine, like as like it like cuts to, like Drogar like prepping the oatmeal, and he comes across one egg, <laughs> and it is it is there is a piece of paper under it that says to anyone that For uses Christ- Christmas fourteen twenty seven to anyone, and it's and it's and it's Danica's handwriting. It's to anyone that uses this egg but me. <laughs> I shall send you into an oblivion that you can <laughs> yeah, fair comprehend. Fair so no, no way. Signed, Danica. Yeah, exactly. I thought you were going to say, well, there were some yesterday, and, but I don't know why there are none today. Smash cut to Callister with like a chicken dangling. <laughs> Wait, you guys keep talking. I'm just going to really quick order we have a... Gertruda, you're going home! What?! <laughs> Hold on, you wait. You guys keep talking. Cause most of the times, I can't keep up, anyways. And I'm gonna just like I'm gonna finish my tea and then scoop a little bit of oatmeal into my little teacup, and then I'll just real quick run upstairs and, and I'll check on Gertrude while they're talking. Because the only no- notes that Winnie took during the resistance meeting were need food, grassroots, defeat Strahd. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So you guys keep working. That's, that's about right. Yeah. Step one, supplies. Step two, recruit. Step three, I don't know. Step four, kill Strahd. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, yeah, if anybody else has anything to say to Rudolph. Now, Chris. Hmm. Yes, indeed. What can you uh, supply us information-wise as what to expect? Not as much as I would like to hope. They, uh, they keep to themselves, let us say. Mm-hmm. I think... You will have quite a time getting yourselves in there. But, as I said last night, uh, given sufficient cause, I believe you they will open their gates to you. I know not much of the city itself. They keep to themselves. Uh, Rudolph, were you to approach Krisk, hmm. what would you bring as, uh, let's just say, an offering? barrel of wine probably wouldn't hurt. That's not a bad idea. Perhaps some champagne? Delestan? Dare you? <laughs> you devil, you. <laughs> and uh, Only for you. <laughs> <laughs> now, kiss. Um, uh, so, I'm uh, sorry, I'm so exhausted. I was up late last night at a drag show. <laughs> As he wipes the eyeliner off of his face. <laughs> the blush on a napkin. Mm-hmm. Oh god, is it... I just remember, isn't there a scene in, like, I think it's the Great No. It, it might be. Or, like, the Great Mouse Detective, or No, the Rescuers, where, like, the lady's, like, pulling off her face. Oh, yes. That's such a core memory, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, like, peeling off her giant oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, that's a... 
Throw back. Nice mm. pull. Nice. <laughs> yeah, However, going into the I think heading there is important. If we are to defeat the devil, all the remaining cities must join together. There is strength in Kresk, yet I am assured of it. If we can bring it to bear, it will help our chances. My only worry is that Perovia has been without a burgomaster and has been destitute for so long. And if we were to have supplies come from them to supply you, hmm. perhaps that is the stop we must make first before heading to Chris. The village? Yes. Da-da-da-da. Let us deal with. That is our job now. You carry on. Gallivanting around, slaying demons, inspiring hope. We will deal with the logistics. Very well. You know... At this point, I'm running back downstairs, because I finally found my nose. You know... I've really started to take a liking to you. <laughs> I tend to grow on people. <laughs> like a fungus. <laughs> <laughs> I think Drogo are like... <laughs> Taps the table. Um, well, indeed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get a rump out of that guy. <laughs> when you call him by that name, again, he like jumps a little bit. Um, but, oh, uh, uh, yes. Sorry. Young Winsonet, please. So, okay, question. Hmm. Is Irina here safe with you guys? Um, can she help out with the resistance? Um, I mean, Irina, you get to decide everything that you want to do now. I just want to make sure that we that we keep you safe while we're away. Well, the young lady's destiny is, of course, her own. But we did talk briefly last night. Um, the city of Barovia is in need of new leadership. Now, according to tradition, it would pass to the brother, but... Then he looks over at Ismark, who's, <laughs> who's like, trying to balance plates on his arm. <laughs> but he drops one. And then, oh, beans! <laughs> beans! <laughs> He's a good lad, but uh, a little frazzled. Need not be an immediate thing, but we were thinking, the council and I, perhaps Irina would be a good fit. I look at her over and Irina, like, so excited. How does she look about that? A little taken aback. Well, goodness, I, it's quite an offer. I, well, I don't know. It, 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 it's all a bit of a lot to, to process, but could you... And uh, Rudolph holds up a hand. My dear, please, take all the time you need. But... The will of the, the people are behind you, and I'm sure the people of Barovia would breathe easier knowing you are at the helm. I think waiting a time would be prudent in any event. We do not want to install you into a position of power while Strahd, for whatever reason, is still so set upon having you as his own. So you have all the time you need to make this decision. And she's, uh, she sort of like shakes her head. I will consider what you have said, Rudolph. Thank you. I think you would be an amazing leader. I think you would be so good because you are kind and and you are so brave and you make really good plans. Thank you, Minnie. It means a lot. It really does. And, and I just want to make sure I'm really scared to take you with us when we go on the road. I don't want to put you in any more danger, but do you feel safe Like if we, if we leave you here? I think this is perhaps the safest place for me. Okay. 
Though I will, of course, be loath to be away from your company again. As would we. I do think I've had quite enough excitement. I'll send you messages. That'll do kingly. As much as I would like to guarantee your safety with us, I cannot predict when Strahd will strike next. And as long as we are outside of Velaki's walls, we're on his battlefield. Indeed. I think this perhaps is the best place for me. <clears throat> Do not fear, and Danica comes over. No! <laughs> My god. Zanya <laughs> will keep the young lady safe. It was an old custom of Zenobia before the coming of the devil. Zenya, it means our place. It is what keeps the devil from entering homes to which he is not bidden. There is a power that is built when those who care for each other inhabit one place. And this is a power not even the devil can contend with. She will be safe here. Fear not. Thank you. Provided none of you invite him in, of course. <laughs> uh, we all kind of like mark each other over like... <laughs> Uh, right. <laughs> um, Danica, you would not happen to have an extra barrel of the champagne de l'Estan, would you? It is the hardest to come by, but for the heroes of Barovia, I could well, find one. If you are on your last barrel, we can always make a trip to the winery. No, no, please. For you, for the effort, for the cause, we can spare. And then Artemis goes, <clears throat> how about a uh, extra cart? We seem to have uh, destroyed ours. Oh, no, you're so right. Extra wagon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh. Which brings me to my next question. <laughs> oh, no. You wouldn't happen to have a spare cart, would you? It seems that the bride's, uh, well... Took a liking to it. They lit it say. on fire and they drew me. Thank inside. you, Winnie, for the honesty. It was so crazy. Artemis <laughs> goes, but we still have the horse. Desi is good. Desdemona is in good shape. <laughs> like cuts outside, and we see Desi, and she's like, like fucking shaking. <laughs> she just coughs, and a puff of smoke comes out. <laughs> we just got a shipment and have not yet returned the cart. You are free to take it. Oh. Your father-in-law is going to hate us with all the carts we destroyed. Let him. <laughs> it wasn't us who did the destroying. It's true. Uh, you're right. They started it. Look, my steering reflexes aren't what they used to be. <laughs> so do I take this to mean Kresk is your neck? Uh, no, who's that? Uh, <laughs> who is that? Where'd you come from? There's something on the way! <laughs> Do I take this to mean that Kresk is your next destination? I look at everybody in the room to clock him. Before we head out, though, mm. you seem to be a man of style, Von Richten. Huh. How kind you of you know? to notice. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed. <laughs> Who's queen? Do you know anyone in town? Uh, any seamstress? A high-level one, one that might have a uh, silver needle. Ooh, how interesting. Hmm. Do you have a silver needle? <laughs> I have many things coated in silver. A needle, I uh, regret, is not one of them. 
Such luxury, I cannot imagine, could be found anywhere in the city, anywhere in Barovia, for that matter, uh, except, well, perhaps, Wachter House. Oh. Oh, shit. Which should be easy enough for you to get in now. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. <laughs> I do believe such a luxury could probably be found in her mansion. Perhaps we stop by the Wachters on the way out. Uh, Have you seen the brothers? Do you know if they moved back in their house? Uh, they were here all night, though I'd, where they could have gone now, I couldn't say. I'm sure we could just find the follow the drunken ramblings. I'm going to ask around to see where the Wachters went. Yeah, uh, Ismark pipes up, um, and he's like, oh, well, they um, sort of closed the place down last evening. It stumbled <laughs> off a bit this morning before everyone got up. Uh, I don't know where exactly they were going, but I would assume back home. All right. Thank you, Ismark. Well, it seems like they're back in their old ways. Well, we've all been through a lot. Then I, I mosey over to Ismark, and I go, have you given any thought about Isaac in Arena? What does it mean? Someone's going to break the news. Ah, yes. Well, as um, far as I know, um, Isaac is still being attended to by Lady Petrovna. So I don't know if he's come back to himself yet, but you might ask her. She may allow you to speak with him. Just, she's been through a lot. Perhaps that's news to break after things have settled a bit. I'm in no rush. That's a good man. Thank you, Callister. All right, to the Walters. Trigger swings by Winnie on, on their way out as, as we're all kind of heading out and... You witnessed something pretty remarkable. Yeah. Well. Can I tell you the true truth? I wouldn't have it any other way. Did you not get mad? Trigger does that thing where he like puts his hand up and he goes, on my order. I think I'm not ready to talk about it yet. Very well. It's good. Good. <laughs> if you need me, I'm here. Awesome. Uh, wonderful. Did you want to try to find Lady Petrovna before you go? If she's in the blue water. Great, yeah. She, she would be, yeah. Uh, so we'll do that and then we'll go to Walker House. Yeah, um, do, uh, I assume like Dan if it tells me what room she's in. Yes, she could. Okay. Uh-huh. I'll go and knock on her door. Mm-hmm. And I'll say, Lydia! Can I come in real quick? There is no response. Mrs. Petrovna! You hear the soft sound of footsteps across the room and the door opens. And Lydia is wearing, just as she was last night, she is uh, head to toe in black. Mm -hmm. Sort of mourning attire. Uh, And she looks down at you and through her sort of the veil sort of covering her face, you can see uh, a small smile as she sees you standing there. And she just sort of, like, backs up and and throws an arm, like, sort of beckoning you inward. I'm really happy to see you smile. Do you prefer Mrs. Petrovna? Is that what you like to be called? Or Madame Petrovna? Or Lady Petrovna? Okay. Lady Petrovna? Mrs. Petrovna? Lydia! I just wanted to check and see if you needed more time on the holy water. It's really no rush. She makes her way over, and as she does so, you can see in the bed still is Isaac. Um, he's got sort of like a, one of those, you know, when folks have a fever, they put the cloth on the head to try to to try to break it. Uh, he's got that on hair. He seems to be. You can see his sort of barrel chest moving the the blankets up and down. She goes over and ruffles around in a uh, in her bag for a moment, 
uh, and then come back over holding a, 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 a lovely sort of uh, glass vial with a, with a totally rounded bottom and a little cork coming up out of the top of it. And inside, uh, is it just looks like water, but as she sort of like swirls it, it sort of like shimmers and, and glistens like, like, a, like when a, a school of fish turns direction and the light uh, shimmers on their, uh, on their scales. Uh, and she hands it to you. Oh, thank you so much. This is really huge. Thank you so much. She just kind of bows her head. How's he doing? She looks over at him and then looks back to you. And again, just sort of gives a little nod. Do you need anything? Well, we're gonna we're gonna leave. We're gonna go to Kresk, which is crazy. Do you need anything while we're out in the world? She shakes her head. Thank you so much. Uh, she uh, bends down again to be uh, uh, sort of level with you, and she looks at you, and you can see her face sort of obscured through the black veil coming down over it and she just raises one hand and places it sort of on her chest and then brings it and puts it on yours. And I'm just kind of like respecting her silence after and go quietly. You do so. Has this ever happened to you? Oh, my organs. Sounds like you need a dice trick. <laughs> Our sponsor, C4 Labs, is the place to get TTRPG accessories for any type of gamer. From dice towers to trays, coasters to computer cases, C4 Labs has what you need. Check out these testimonials from actual goons. As a Valentine's baby, I got the love of my dice, Valentine's Dice Tray. Now life really is like a box of chocolates, and I always know what I'm going to get. It's dice! <laughs> As a man who knows his wood, their walnut-topped drink coasters with built-in dice holders drives me walnuts! But that's not all. For added spooky fun, C4 Labs also has a plethora of Call of Cthulhu-themed accessories. Here's Kay, our resident keeper of arcane lore, to tell you all about it. I got the Cthulhu dice tray with matching dice tower. They whisper the secrets of the universe to me while I sleep. So head on over to C4Labs.com today and use our special coupon code GOON15 at checkout for a 15% Discount code. <laughs> He's got a new order. That's G-O-O-N-15 for 15% off your order. C4 Lab. Quality craftsmanship for quality gameplay. To Wachter House. Everyone going? Great. Yes. Uh, so you do so. You make your way out the blue water and across the city. Uh, you know you've been there before. You know where it is. You make your way there. Um... And as you make your way inside, uh, the door kind of hangs open, the front door, uh, swaying a little bit in the breeze. What would you like to do? I knock. There's no response. And in fact, even peering inside, the first floor looks like it's been ransacked. I stick my head in, and um, what are the name? What's the name of the two brothers? Nikolai and Carl. Carl. So, So I knock, there's no answer. Then I peek my head and I go... Hello? Nikolai? Carl? A moment goes by and then you kind of hear like the shuffling of, of feet kind of sliding down a staircase. It's your buddy Kale! And they both come down, both in their sort of like fine, fine like morning robes. Both of them kind of like rub, one rubbing an eye, the other like massaging his temples. Uh, and they come down and they, they look around at the, the first floor and then to you, what the fuck happened to our house? When you say morning, do you mean like good morning or like we are? Oh in the no, like like a robe like that you wear in the morning. A morning robe. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> so it's not no, it, oh, God, yes, no, an easy mistake to make. Yes. Everybody's good morning. Oh uh, yeah. Everybody's good morning. <laughs> 
Um, Jorgar kind of peeks his head and he goes, You mean you didn't do this? Why would we ransack our own house? Well, you were rather drunk. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> but no. I wage a, There are many people in this city who were not fans of my mother. It does not surprise me that they had their way of the place. Well, it does not, it does not justify them ransacking your house. No, but I do understand. Perhaps we can help Come you. in, my friends. What is it you need? Yeah, I've, uh, I'm looking for something that I don't think I could find anywhere in town other than here. I need a silver needle. Would you happen to have seen one at any point? A silver needle, you say? Yeah. They they do that that thing that they always do, where they like look at each other, share a look, and just they have just a, that twin communication. And then they look back to you, Callister. Uh, Carl kind of like rubs the back of his neck, and Nikolai puts his hands in his pockets and looks up towards the ceiling. Well, um, Stella used to sew. Stella, our sister. Yes, uh, you have a sister. Um, come with us. Oh, was no. Stella the name of the cat? What was the name of the cat? Uh huh. Yep. Yep. Why don't yep. you come with us? Yep. Sure was. <laughs> oh no! You make your way up to the second floor and you approach that room, Calister, that you had been outside of before, and they make their way over. Uh. And this will be the first time for the rest of you, I think. You make your way to the door, and the the twins go up, and one of them kind of raps on the door. And from behind it, you hear, Meow. Meow. Uh, Stella. Uh, uh, we have some guests. They... Need to ask you a question. Kitty doesn't like the way you smell. Go away, meow. <laughs> oh God! Drogar just goes. Oh no! I'm sorry. What is going on here? Well, you see, and um, why is she talking in the third person? <laughs> well, mother. I don't think she's talking in any person. She's talking in the third They're cat. cat. <laughs> Mother, um, <clears throat> years ago, in an attempt to smooth over some of the unpleasantness in the city, which I'm sure you all noticed, between her and the Burgermaster's family, our mother proposed uniting our houses, that we may join our strengths and... <clears throat> improve the lot of Wallachians everywhere. And so uh, she offered our sister Stella her hand in marriage to the the Wallachovich boy, Victor. And I don't know what he did to her, but um, they opened the door. The smell inside is rank. Um, It smells like urine uh, and feces. Sitting on the bed is a young woman in a tattered dress, uh, and she is sat atop it, curled up like a cat. Uh, and as you walk in, she lifts her head up and goes, Kitty doesn't like the way you smell. And the boys walk in. Stella, um, 
They are in need of a needle. Could you spare one? I, you're free to check her desk. Can I do a medicine check on her? If you want to. Try yeah. to figure out what's going on with her? Mm-hmm. She's got some nerve complaining about smells. That's a 19. I, well, I mean, you look at her. She looks healthy enough. Make, like, a Should I make an arcane spe- spe- arcana-, arcana check instead? I, no, I mean, you yeah. look at her and, like, yeah, she looks okay. Like, maybe a little emaciated. Like, maybe she hasn't been eating enough. And, in fact, you see, like, fish bones kind of scattered around the corners of the rooms. Mm. But you've never seen or heard of any magics that would do that. Well, actually, maybe, Drogar, what comes to mind is maybe for some time you kind of, maybe you had a colleague who worked for a college of the arcane and he would sometimes tell you stories of just how badly shit can go wrong when you have young wizards. Uh... When you're not casting the spell right. Mm-hmm. Drogar sees that and, like, through the Rolodex in his head, starts going through, like, mm-hmm. all the things that could cause something like this. And then, like, he comes to this one instance where he was at the college, mm-hmm. when he was teaching at the college, and one of the students attempted a polymorph spell, and it didn't work all the way through. And the person was convinced the person, the brain was swapped out with that of a pig. So it was a human in, you know, acting like a pig. Yeah. Uh, and like, like snorting and stuff like that. And you he stops. Pre- you presume that this is not dissimilar. Right. And he, and he stops and he just, my dear friends, mm. magic is not something that should be trifled with when it is not understood. I fear that before Victor met his untimely demise, he experimented with magics that he, too, did not understand. They both just get like a, just a dis, like they just get this, this thousand yard stare, the both of them for a moment. They just have such a, they have an, you've observed this in them before, they just have such a funny, funny way, like they just both get really quiet and really distant and like stare into the middle distance for a while and then they look at each other. And then they turn their heads back to you, that that sort of vigor and vim again present. And they said, eh, viva la barovia. <laughs> well, if there is a way that we can reverse it, it might take some time. But either way, uh, try to let her out of this room every now and then. Well, mother was the one who wanted to keep her locked away. We could probably at least air out the place. I mean, the worst that can happen is he kind of looks outside and he goes, people see her being a cat. She brings home a few mice. I guess we should, uh, yes. <laughs> Drogo just goes, <laughs> <laughs> that would be an, uh, would be something if you could find a way to bring her back to herself, but we'll look after her, I guess. You know, we have. We're all we have now. We do have somebody that might know of a way. Winnie, when was the last time you spoke with Charlie? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> oh, God. Listen, I have to talk to him in a minute, and that is a good idea. We know that he knows how to do that. I just worry about bringing another wizard with a mixed-up head into this situation. 
Perhaps he has a scroll already written. That is my only, my only thought. Or perhaps Dimitri. Either of them. Hey, Stella! Can we just look around really quick? I'd like to, when she does this, like, approach slowly and, like, with my hand out to let her sniff my hand like I would. Ah. While he's doing that, I'm going to go over to Callister and be like, I'm going to start looking around. Okay. Give me a um, persuasion check. Okay. Okay. Okay, you sure you... With advantage, because you're well familiar with the way to approach cats. Okay. Nice. Okay, that is a 18 for a 19. Nice. <laughs> nice. You make your way over, uh, and as you draw closer, she goes... <laughs> but then you hold your hand out, uh, and she does. She kind of, like, brings her head forward and, and sniffs you a little bit, uh, and then she rubs the side of her face into your hand, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, a few times, and she lets you, like, kind of scritch her behind the ear. Yeah, so I'll give her some scritches, and then I'll find, like, some sort of ration or something, and I'll give her that, too. Try and get her, get her something to eat. Uh, she, with her mouth, picks it up out of your hand, and then jumps off of the bed and goes over to the corner, and puts it down, and sort of on all fours, just starts, like, eating away at it. Quick, now's your chance. Find the needle. Um, so yeah, Calster and Winnie, if you want to go over to her desk, she has like a one of those, you, you know, you, you, one of those desks that has like that kind of like sliding kind of that kind of desk. Yeah, 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 it's a writer's desk. So you bring it up. Yeah, give, both cool. of you give me a, a investigation check. There's a name for that wood sliding. I, I don't know. See, it'll come to me next episode. Oh, Natural twenty. Okay. Um, so you find it in a haystack. Uh, you, yeah, you go through it. You, you you shuffle through some of the papers. You open up a few things. Um, Callister, after uh, searching through the drawers, you do in fact find uh, a sewing kit. And as you open it up, there's spools of thread, one of those like tomatoes with pins in it, and and all manner of things. Uh, and you do find a little um, box with uh, it's uh, the top of it is. Uh, uh, inscribed, and it says, for my angel, weave the threads of fate. Uh, And you open that up, and inside, there are a number of needles, one of them, indeed, comprised of pure silver. Wow. I I go, thanks, Winnie. And then I take the silver needle, and I put it in the bag of holding. Mm -hmm. And it is forever lost. (laughs) (laughs) No, you just have to think of it, and it comes to you. I'm just saying, we dropped a needle into a bag of holding. Find a needle in a bag of holding sack. (laughs) And I I put it in the bag of holding, and then um, I pull out a piece of amber, one of the little, like, like a small piece of... From the tower? Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 okay. And, uh... Oh, cool. And I, and I leave it in its place. Okay. Great. Winnie, searching through, you also find a small diary with a lock on it. (laughs) I don't know whether to do the right thing or play Dungeons and Dragons. (laughs) (laughs) It's playing Dungeons and Dragons is whatever you want to do. Calcer sees this happening Mm -hmm. and, um... He says, um, you know, do what you will. But I think if I was in a situation, I would want someone to know my story. You could give it to her brothers. I think I want to work on 
I want to work on how to help her, and I'm going to put it in my bag and hold on to it until okay. then. Okay. So Smart. I'll back to her when we know what to do. Okay. Maybe. So I'll just, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll give Cal a nod and I'll tuck it in my bag. Okay. And as I tuck it in my bag with the, now the holy water, I also see Anastraya's mask is sitting in there. Nice. Her skull mask. Druger mm-hmm. would like to go down and inspect. I'm trying to find a way to do this. Druger would like to, Druger would like to see if the body is still in the bed. The husband? Oh, God bless it. I do not go. <laughs> yeah, you've done enough. Well, Drew, doing that, Cal's is just going to start like tidying up a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Until, like, I'll right. be tidying up, and I'll and my mage hand will be tidying up. We'll great. Be mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of scooping up the fish bones, and yeah, 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 <laughs> opening up the windows to let the air, some air, and, fresh air in. And I think that that's actually kind of how it comes about. Like Drogar is like helping clean up, and like mm-hmm. as he's cleaning, like the room catches his eye, you know, and he mm-hmm. just kind of peers in and sees. That's great. So you start about tidying the room, Callister, and, and, and Drogar catching on, they start to help. And as you do so, the brothers both go, oh, no, you you needn't do that. And then both of them burst into tears. Oh, oh no. Oh, God. Oh, these boys. These poor boys. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, and I'll look at you cleaned up, and I'll, and I'll run over them and see if I can take their hands and see if, if they want to leave. They, yeah, as you make your way over, they, 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 you know, you reach a hand out, and they might, like, recoil a little bit. No, no, it's just a long day. Thank you, police. Our home is your home. We're just going to check on the... I'll grab their robes and kind of pull yeah, them. And they go. Okay. Yeah, and they go. I'll go out here with them. Great. Uh, awesome. So so tidying up, uh, Drogar heading to... What are the rest of y'all doing? I was just wondering that. Uh, this all makes... I, th- I think this all just makes Kaz so tremendously uncomfortable. <laughs> um, it's not great. No, I <laughs> yeah. mean... Yeah, not like the cat... Cat girl, the, the anime cat girl, um, makes her very uncomfortable. And then seeing the brothers break down just makes... She's like... Nope, I'm out. I think she's if she sees Drogar leaving, she's gonna go with you. Okay. Just like wherever you're going, I don't care where it is, I'm going there too because it's not here. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Artemis? I think after checking on Stella, if she's just getting the corner with her food, then Artemis is gonna go like soldier mode and just like search the house for something useful or Okay. Whether it be information or weapons or Okay, great. Uh so in the uh Callister uh, with uh, tidying up, Drogar helps out for a while, and then y'all, t- you two are going to go check on the body. Uh, yeah, I'm, like, I'm not even going to ask. Like, if you're going somewhere, I'm just following you. Yeah, sure. Yeah, it's fair. Not here. yeah, I'm going to ready in action. Okay. Um, whenever she's done with her food, uh, I'm going to call. I'm going to whistle for Sanford. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Great. So yeah, he sw- uh, you kind of open up a window to air things out. Uh, and as you do so, you get that whistle and he kind of swoops in, landing maybe on top of an armoire. Okay. And he just like plays with her. Great. Uh, he, uh, yeah, you kind of like give him a little whistle. Well, how do you communicate with him? Um, I, I whistle to get his attention and then like he lands on top of the armoire and then it's just like intention. And, uh-huh. and I look at him and then I look at her, then he looks at her. He hops over and starts like... Yeah, she, she like, 
she like brings her head up suddenly alert. <laughs> if she could put her ears back flat against her head, she would. And she like brings her uh, limbs underneath her and puts her butt up in the air and wiggles it a little bit. And kind of like pounce. pounces and like keeps batting at Siegfried with one of her hands and Siegfried just kind of like humors her, sw- like looping around the room as she watches it like a, you know, like a cat follows a bird. And then, and, and then he does the bird equivalent of like, um, a joke. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, and, and so instead of, um, instead of like, uh, just like trying to avoid her, he's actually like clocking her and then like surprising her mm-hmm. and like pulling pranks on her. Cute. She actually seems delighted. Oh, good. Love that. She seems delighted. Uh, so let, let's do Artemis. So um, you kind of set about the house, open, going through rooms, seeing if there's anything of value. You don't find very much until you come uh, to a what seems to be a kind of storage room, inside of which there is an iron chest. Okay. <laughs> there's not a skull on it. Oh, <laughs> So no skull. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna check for traps. <laughs> uh, great. Give me a uh, investigation check. Okay. Sick. I thought you were gonna say six. Yeah. <laughs> Even worse. Oh. It's a four. Oh. So there's no traps. No, there isn't. Okay, well, I'm going to open it up because there's no traps. Oh, there's God. no skull door. Oh, right? no traps. No. Right. There's right. no, no traps on this. Wait. God yeah. damn it. Um, you go to, like, test it. Maybe fiddle with the lock a little bit and go to open it. You find that it is locked. God. But as you put your hands on it, ah, you snap back as you feel like what feels like a pinprick just in the palm of one of your hands. Please give me a constitution saving. Oh, oh. <laughs> There well, wasn't a skull on it this time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for a ranger. Get out of here. I rolled two threes in a row. Oh, oh no. no! You feel the poison needle puncture through the leather of your gloves uh, into the flesh of your hand, and you pull back, uh, and you can kind of feel it work its way into your bloodstream. You are poisoned. Super oh. awesome. Okay, okay. Which, ba- which means you basically just have disadvantage on everything. Sick. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm going to try to open it again. I'm going to say motherfucker, and then I'm going to open it again. It is locked. Do you want to try and force it open? Can I try to pick it? Pick the sure, lock? yeah. Um, yeah. Give me a slight of hand check. I'm going to throw both of these dice away. <laughs> Melt them down. Is this the same door that we're in no, front of? No, no, no. no Oh, uh, wait, disadvantage. And this will be disadvantage, yeah. Oh, bless us. All right, do that again, What you did, whatever you just did. Oh, no! Don't tell me. <gasps> oh, oh, no. What is it? That's a natural one. Oh, no! The needle hits you again. <laughs> Sick. Okay. okay. Uh, no, yeah, you, unfortunately, you cannot get it open. So then I'm just going to smash it open. <laughs> Okay, give me a strength check. <laughs> Disadvantage also. Oh, no! Keep this. Keep this dice. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, baby. <laughs> okay. Okay, oh, wow. 
wow, I'm stronger than I thought I was. That's a 16. <laughs> okay. So you start to just bash this thing. <laughs> but he's like, he's like lopsided because he's poisoned. He's like... <laughs> Uh, you bash it and bash it and bash it. Um, and so, and as you're doing so, Sasha kind of plods her way over to you, looking up at you and then looking at the chest a little confusedly. Uh, and you sort of like swing at it, uh, and you like t- tucker yourself out a, a little bit and you're like breathing deeply. And Sasha walks over to it and t- oh, go, p- puts out one of her claws and kind of just whoosh, bats at it and the lock whoosh, falls off. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. I'll look her and be like, I was going to get to that. <laughs> and then I'll like kind of rub my head a little bit. And then. Well, you in the traps, man. Yeah. <laughs> you're a ranger. You're. <laughs> I checked this time, okay? There was no skull on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but opening it up inside, yeah. you find a silk bag uh, containing 110 gold pieces. Oh, oh I'm rich. I'm not telling anyone about this. <laughs> a fine wooden pipe. The, um, the bowl of which appears to be an open maw. Oh, cool. Oh, oh, okay. I love that. <laughs> and a leather-bound manuscript uh, scrawled across the, the, the type in fine, like, curving cursive. The Devil We Know by Lady Fiona Wachter. Oh, shit. And thumbing through a few of the pages, it quickly becomes very evident what it is about. It is about how free worship of the devil can bring happiness, success, freedom, wealth, and longevity. Super useful information. It's a smutty romance novel. <laughs> <laughs> it's a porno! <laughs> the devil we've known. <laughs> I have known her! I have known her! <laughs> okay. Secretly pocketing that 110 gold pieces. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> What's your <wrong with> that? Ah, <laughs> uh, neutral evil. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's right. Um, no, so I'll, I'll come out and I'll find the nearest person of the group. Who's, who's, who's that? Uh, uh, yeah, I think if you're coming out, you'd run into K and, and Drogon. You first. seem a little. You run into K. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just there. <laughs> run into Kaz and Drogon. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> all good. Bartimus. Uh-huh. Are you poisoned? Yeah. <laughs> Have you been drinking? Uh-huh. Poison? <laughs> I imagine uh-huh. like he just like falls back. <laughs> yeah. You got stabbed with it twice, so as you come out and see them, you just like like a falling tree. Drogar <laughs> uh kneels. Oh shit! Drogar Drogar kneels down and, and puts a hand on his back as he's like yeah. he's like on his stomach like yeah. face to the side drooling <laughs> yeah. from this poison. I found for you. And Drogar <laughs> and, and Drogar will cast lesser restoration. Grand. Yeah. Uh, taking, <laughs> taking you away. Drawing uh, the poison yeah. from the wound. So Drogar will put Drogar his hand on you. Drogar sucks on the wound uh, <laughs> and draws out the Drogar poison. Drogar sucks the venom mouth. <laughs> no. Uh, but yes, the poison so condition is... So I don't burn is, a spell slot? No. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you certainly do. Uh, uh, but yes, the poison condition is lifted from you. And then I'll sit back up and I go, Oof. thank you, my friend. I guess it's 
I guess I should share this with you. <laughs> and I'll pull out the 110 pound <laughs> <laughs> gold pieces. And then I go, I got something else you might like. Yes? And I whip out the wooden pipe. And I hand that to you. Well, thank you all for this. <laughs> Where did you find all of this? It just appeared. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Were there any etched skulls involved? Not this time. <laughs> Though I wish there had been. <laughs> I checked this time, okay? <laughs> uh, uh, and then I'll whip out one more thing in a minute. And this, you might just want to burn. And I'll hand you the scroll. <laughs> Oh, the manuscript. Yeah. Right, right. And Drogar thumbs through it and he goes, ah, propaganda. And he kind of closes it and chucks it over his shoulder. Um, and then, and uh, Drogar wants to inspect the pipe. Yeah, it's just a pipe, but it's it is ornately It is very fine. Yeah, it is ornately carved. So Drogar will uh, take it and, and pull a pinch out of his, of his inner sleeve and <laughs> blow a little flame into it. Mm hmm. Smooth and easy, like long bottom leaf. <laughs> like different. I'm like, I'll try some of that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Hold nice and puff. inhale. Inhale? Oh, inhale. Yes, yes, yes. I've been here before. <laughs> Kaz, Kaz uh, picks up the manuscript. Strahd wrapped his arms around my waist and, my waist <laughs> and, and pressed his nope. No! <laughs> Shades of straw. <laughs> um, no, so Drogar will uh, will uh, puffing on the pipe and and, and will go over to the door mm -hmm. that we saw and it's locked. Mm -hmm. I'm like, watch out for needles. Trust me on this one. Can I check it for traps? Uh, sure. Give me an investigation. <laughs> traps. traps everywhere in this house. Uh, that'll be a fifteen. You find no traps. It is locked, however. Okay. Sorry. Are we, what are we checking now? So this, this is the, the room door. where the husband was. Okay. Mm -hmm. Artemis will walk up. I got this. <laughs> 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 let us let us let our secret weapon do her job. Cass, mm. would you be so kind as to break the handle off the store, please? Insert knuckle cracking noises. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, she'll give it a shot. She'll try to crack open that door. Kick the door open. All right, athletics. Open. athletics check, please. Athletics. Uh, that's an 11 on the die. It's like an 18, I think. Athletics is 19. Easily. You put, uh, you sort of sparta kick, uh, and with one foot against the, the doorknob, the, the door bursts free of its lock and swings open, slamming into the wall. And as it flies open, <laughs> a cloud of flies no, comes no. out of the room and oh. scatters into the hallway around Dr you. Drew met. With a smell, everyone give me a constitution saving throw. Oh, gross, oh, gross, 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 gross. I think I get advantage on... No, I'm proficient sweet. in these. Sweet. sweet. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Oh, boy, and thank goodness I'm proficient. Uh, oh, God, 11. 17. 15. Y'all are good. Uh, you managed to, like, hold back, but the smell of rotten flesh immediately meets your noses. Uh, you can see into the room... Uh, the lump in the bed where the body, where Callister witnessed the body lay, uh, a sheet still over it, but it is stained, like, br with brown, oh. like, liquid seeping and staining into the bed sheets. Too late for dental repose, I guess. Drogar, Drogar, <laughs> puffs, 
Strogar puffs on the pipe, and, and the only reason he's continuing is because the smell of the tobacco is actually yeah, yeah. kind mm-hmm. of the death mm-hmm. smell. Give me, give me a drag, give me a drag of that. It's very well. Guys, would you be so kind as to open that window over there, please? Okay. Can I? Okay. All right. <laughs> so he put something over her face, and yeah, we'll try, try to open the window. You do so. The walk to houses in need of some desperate airing out. <laughs> yeah. Remember when I said I wanted to steal the body? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I don't want it. I'm sure you're regretting that now, aren't you, guys? Mm-hmm. Um, hold this, will you? No, okay. here's the pipe to you. <laughs> she like, just burns it out. She takes so many puffs out of it. Drogar would actually like to wrap the body. He'd like to wrap the body because he's going to burn it. But he okay. can't burn it in the house. Try to like wind, wind it up. You know, I want to wrap it up in the sheets and whatever's around. I want to wrap it, and then I would, I, I would like to carry it outside, and, and we can you burn so. it outside. Give but... me, a, you do so. Give me a uh, dexterity saving. Throw. Sure. That's uh, not going to do it. Mm, I think that's a twelve. Can I? Uh, can I give you an advantage by helping wrap it up? Uh, you go over Drogar and you begin to try. try. To, you try yeah. to maneuver the body and kind of wrap it up, but as you lift, oh, does it fall apart? <laughs> oh no! Oh, okay. Yeah. Wrap it in the sheets. I'd say let's just take the mattress out. Yeah, let's just fold the body in the mattress, kind of carry it out and burn it all. Yeah. Or Dr- just throw it all out the window. Hey, well, watchers, this, what floor is you're this moving? A uh, second. Burn the whole house. <laughs> all right, guys, help me take this mattress toward the window. Oh, God. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> what if we hide it in the fireplace? <laughs> <laughs> and then light it. Are you uh, walking it out? Well, we'll do that in a second, actually. Durgar would like to actually search the room for anything of importance or anything of value. Or, uh, okay. Because this was a very important yep. person to Lady Walker. Yeah. Yep, 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 Investigation yep, yep. check? Please. Yeah. Um, yeah, good, um, I'll search around, too. Finally. Uh, that is a... Yeah. I just, 23. I keep rolling 11s. That's a, a 10. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not very perceptive. Punch first. Ask questions later. You find, uh, you do, you find a chest in a, a writing desk also by the by the door. Searching through it a ways. It's a lot of business papers. In fact, you find uh, you find five scrolls and looking through them, they are notarized deeds of parcels for land given to the Walker family by Strahd centuries ago. Whoa. Centuries ago. What plots of land are they? Various ones throughout the city and a few outside as well. Some of them you don't recognize the names of. These are, but they're date, they're hundreds of years old. uh, Some of them. So some of the names you don't recognize, but many of them are holdings within the city itself. Trigger will grab the deeds and, and bring mm-hmm. and bring them to... Well, he'll grab the deeds for now. He's going to grab the deeds for now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, also, you find another copy of The Devil We Know. Uh, <laughs> and a silk bag containing three rubies. <gasps> wow. Trogar will take The Devil We Know and instantly just... <laughs> just as it's like... <laughs> We do not support propaganda. And then he or smut. This. Or smut. 
<laughs> or smut propaganda for that matter. And then he will open the, uh, you know, the, he'll find the silk bag and pick it up. It's heavy and he opens it and he sees it and he pulls them out and, he's, and he sees these. They're pretty small, like it would be oh, know, they're between small. two hands. But but you can tell by the cut of them. Are they immaculate or are they like... Immaculate, yeah. Wow, they're wow. brilliant. So he pulls them out and, and, and he sees these rubies. And he goes, interesting. We may need these for future endeavors, for bartering. And he takes the rubies and he puts them in his on his person. And that's all I find, the yeah, in, in the mm-hmm. chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so he turns around and, and he looks at Kaz and he goes, these papers are proof of ownership of the properties under the Walker household. Mm. I think the concept of land ownership Mm. Is kind of a weird thing to Kaz. Mm. Yeah, talk about that. <laughs> okay, you own this land. Like, all right, do you want some sky too? Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, what do you want? The moon? Yeah, I'll give you the moon. <laughs> I'll give you the moon. I'll throw I'll a lasso around. Last yeah. <laughs> this Pull has been a wonderful out. life presented by the humans. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, yeah, I think she she doesn't she sort she just looks at you like uh, mm-hmm. what you see, Kaz when. When someone wishes to build a property or a building such as this, they must first acquire the area in which in, in which they wish to build it upon. In a city such as this, uh, that requires a certain amount of money. So, these deeds show proof that Strad gave five properties to the Wachter family. That tells me that he that was his. His first step in planting them within the city of Velaki. Oh. Um, I guess that means that this belongs to Carl and Nikolai. It does. But I would like to talk to them about possibly joining forces with our friends at the Blue Water. Based on what I see in this house, I think there are people who can do better things with that, these deeds. I agree with you. Although I can't help but think that those poor boys have been through the ringer. They didn't ask for this. So, this is just a responsibility that we can free them of. I think, my friends, it gives us a place to start our investigation as well. Anyone who's on these properties are more than likely allies of Strahd. That's a very good point, Artemis. I didn't think of that. Perhaps I hold on to these papers. Perhaps we investigate the properties. However, my my conscience is still telling me that I must bring this to the attention of the boys and ask them that hopefully they do the right thing and join forces with us in seeking out and abolishing those that inhabit these properties. I don't think they have any other options. I don't think they do either. And from what Gallister has informed me, they seem to be on the right side of history, so to speak. Very well. Very well. Paz, Artemis, would you uh, follow me with the mattress? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so as they're, bringing, as they're bringing the mattress down the stairs, so I took uh, Carl and Nikolai to the kitchen mm-hmm. and just started looking around trying to make them breakfast. <laughs> and then, like, I, you can see the stairs from the kitchen. Yeah, the... the, the... <laughs> 
Artemis and Kaz bringing it down the stairs. And so I, I've been like, I'm trying to talk to them, and I'm like looking around for food, mm-hmm. um, and just trying, trying to, to distract like, them away from I'm it. I'm trying to distract them away from it. Give me a performance check. But I suck at that. <laughs> You've done great so far. That's unbelievable! That's the second one tonight! Damn girl. Let's go. Damn girl. You are she a puts Broadway on the entire star. second act of Henry V. Yeah. <laughs> so you uh, you make your way about the um the kitchen and uh, you're opening up cupboards and uh, uh, they're pretty sparse. Uh, but in one of them you find two carrots. <gasps> and you kind of bring them out uh, and 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 as the boys uh, see them in your hands, they they look and they start to kind of chuckle to themselves. And uh, Nikolai turns to, to Carl and he says, Do you remember that day when we were just boys? And Papa, he got two carrots. And he put them up into his lips and says, Oh, it's me, the devil! And <laughs> <laughs> he chased us around the house. Oh, I turned into a Oh, and they both start kind of laughing to oh, each other. Uh, and they're just kind of like chuckling and they like, put a hand on each other, <laughs> just like reminiscing a little bit about easier days. Mm-hmm. And they put a hand on each other and they kind of wipe the tears from their eyes. And, and uh, you two are able to expertly kind of pass by with the mattresses there. As they're heading out and, and Drogar gives Winnie a, a light little pat on the back like, very good, and heads out. Um, is there like a, is there any sort of furniture that I can take. My goal here is to make a little bit of like a pyre to burn him on, as opposed well, to just is- laying a mattress in the street and burning the mattress. You know, the mattress is probably like hay or something, right? Yeah, it's like a straw. Well, no, I guess it would be feather. Feathers I guess, or yeah. Like yeah, 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 it would be feathers, which makes a pretty good pyre itself, I suppose. Yeah, where's yeah. that? Where's that house that he's like knocked over? <laughs> <laughs> We'll head out and he will try as best as he can to, I don't know, he'll look around for shrubbery and, and try to pull There's stuff. There's a garden out back in the back of the house. Yeah. And so I, I guess he'll lay, mm-hmm. wait a minute, we have a jug. An alchemy jug. It can make oil. Yeah. Oh. So I actually will will take the mattress, like I'll take him off of the feathers and like just kind of put the hump of the the bulk of it just on the ground mm-hmm. in the garden. And then I will take the alchemy jug and I will whisper, oil, and it fills with oil. And then I will douse around it in oil. And then I will hand the oil back to Kaz. And then I will tell Winnie to gather the boys and to bring them out. Yeah, and so you kind of all congregate in the back garden here, having gotten what you needed from the house and much more. And you sort of congregate in the back uh, around the the pyre. And it's almost nice in the back garden with the flames licking up towards the sky. It's the first time you've... It's the warmest you've felt since you got here, with the possible exception of Winnie, because you got tossed into a fire uh, during the fight. But, but you know what I mean. And the boys come out... And they, they, they look down, and they kind of shake their heads. You know what the weird part is? This is pretty good for Barovia. I wanted to give you something that was substantial, boys. Thank you. You have been, all of you, have been so kind to us. 
And we gave you no reason to be. Thank you. And then they turn towards the mattress. They have mugs now. <laughs> they just they have like little folding ones. Like, or they bring out a flask. Each of them brings out a flask yeah, and pop, yeah. unpops the top. And they kind of raise it up and they say, uh, take it easy, Papa. You earned it. And I think we'll call it there. Yeah. Great sesh, y'all. Wow. So Great wow. sesh. What wow. an ending, too. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We didn't do anything I thought we were going to. But those are the best sessions. <laughs> I know, because it got away from us. We needed a roleplay session. No, we, we did. We, we did. We did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. So great. All right, we'll head off to the the Critical Fail DM Strodcast features Dan Eisen as Callister, Ned Price Iannacone as Drogar, Campbell O'Hare as Winnie, Kay Divine Jones as Kaz, Tyler Cantor as Artemis, and me, Trevor William Fail, as your DM. The Strodcast is edited by Kay Divine Jones and designed by Dan Eisen. Curse of Strahd and its original characters are the creative property of Wizards of the Coast. Shoutouts to our newest patrons, Sawyer Beaumont and Kaj Stenland. If you are one of our supporters and haven't yet explored our Discord server, head over to the fan art channel to see the amazing artwork many of our patrons did for our one-year anniversary. To directly support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash criticalfaildm and subscribe starting at just $5 a month. You'll instantly unlock over 25 Goon-exclusive extended gameplay video clips, including Callister's fateful talk with Ezek, a bunch of episodes of Goon Talk, our patron-only talk show podcast, Kay's keeper notes from our Call of Cthulhu campaign, Madness and Mercy, and so much more, with new stuff being added every week. You'll be sent a code for 15% off everything in our merch store, etsy.com slash shop slash criticalfaildm, where you can still pick up a goon pin button pack featuring adorable art of the party by Rose and Pomegranate. You'll be invited to our private Discord server where all of us goons love to hang out, and you can join play-by-post D&D sessions with the Gaggle, a community of nerds that regularly display levels of kindness and joy I frankly thought impossible on the internet. If you're not ready to support us financially, there are still plenty of ways to help us out. You can follow us on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at CriticalFailDM, binge madness and mercy on our YouTube channel, and join us there every other Sunday at noon Eastern Standard Time when we do live listens of new episodes of the Strodcast. Or rate and leave us a review wherever you like to listen. Thanks, Dungeoneers, and take your day with advantage. <laughs>